Uh, I nailed that one. Podcast number 169. Finally. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of people on today. We got Daryl Bradley's back with us. Ty's here again. Timmy's here. Dexter will be popping in and out. He has bad internet <laughs> issues. In the that middle is power of dropped. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. which I believe. Like, we just got a huge crack of thunder here, so. Yeah. Well, that, that, mean, that means his freezer is not working, and it means there's be a lot of expired meat again for Dex. Uh, he deals with that quite often, from what I understand. Yeah, it's dirty meat, for sure. Yeah, dirty I guess. <laughs> it's good to be back, guys. You know, good to be back. I, yeah, what did you do? You took the whole summer off? Yeah, you know, I'm one of these teachers, right? I just, you know, work hard 10 months and then take two months off. That's that's kind of the role. <laughs> <laughs> it's, golf, it's golf season Wednesday night, so you're, uh, we were golfing every Wednesday. Today, it's a, it's a pre-planned night off, so I knew that I'd have the night off, so it uh, coincides well, I believe, for this evening, gents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it works well. Um, I guess that's what we'll opening banter about for people that haven't seen on social media, across Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything that BPG is a part of, Daryl's company, Bradson Promotional Group. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have started there to work with them and five pin universe has entered a partnership with BPG to bring five pin bowling to your faces as much as possible. So we are working hard diligently to build out our social media platforms and help with all that stuff and get a rocking and rolling. Um, I personally can't be thankful enough to Daryl specifically, um, you and your company, Mark Johnstone and everybody involved with that. Thank you very much for letting me join you and start this all and hopefully everybody else is excited as i am about it absolutely so question is do you think he hired you because he wants you to be part of the bombers um that wasn't in the contract we have we haven't we haven't even brought that up yet we figured we'd wait for tim to say something about that because we actually (laughs) i I thought about saying something like no i bet you tim will say it the first time we get together yeah for sure yeah i i mean (laughs) I mean, it is. I get it. I mean, you're worried about coming back, back to back. It's tough, well, right? So I mean, let's be honest. He doesn't want a two ten player in five PL, though. Let's like, be that's... honest. The only reason I have a team and play on a team is because I'm the franchise owner. That's the only. Like, I mean, I wouldn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't actually be bowling it or doing anything to do with it. So, hey, Daryl, I feel the same with five pin universe. The only way for me to be involved in bowling is to hire people. So I hire Mark, right, to keep me involved. Hire a carry. Let's keep me involved. That's that's really all it is, guys. It's just you know, yeah. Serve, serving my own interests here. Makes total sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we got that aired out, right? So. Yeah. Good. 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 Sure. Yeah. The fine print. We. Have, I'm not sure if we've even had something in print yet, have we? No. No. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 It's a, no, but I mean, obviously, I'm I'm excited to have Carrie involved with uh, with BPG, and it's not. I mean. He brings, like in the announcement, a, a wealth of knowledge and a whole bunch of compliment to the company. My company's growing, you know, really fast and got some more things in the works coming up. And Carrie's skill set will add well with that, obviously. And the accounting background uh, in logistics and, you know, some sales. I know it's super boring for you, for you, Tyler. But I can find a spot for you somewhere along the lines, I guess. But I think you're doing okay on your own. Anything but, without numbers? There. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, the, 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 the 5PL too, the Pro League, right? Just to have it all in-house and have it, um, you know, focused on on a daily basis. I mean, Mark and Kerry, we all talk bowling enough as it is. And let's be honest, sure, we do a bunch of merch and we do a bunch of hats and we do a bunch of 
association sublimated shirts. There's all kinds of business and opportunities out there. So um, there's some more things in the works and lots of cool things in the works that BPG can offer the bowling community in the world, but also to have Carrie in there to, so we can talk bowling and pro league and 5PU on a regular, on a daily that uh, just to bring more content to everybody, I think is awesome. So it's, uh, it's exciting on our end for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what we all come up with in uh like the 5PL now has a fan page that you can actually go to and hopefully the schedule will be posted there so people will know when their favorite teams are playing. They don't miss out. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, we can't wait till we uh, start that. We might as well do a little segue into the 5PL before we get into our big announcement. Um, but we got a couple teams already joined the league. Um, we had some teams, unfortunately, couldn't re, um, re-enter this year. But... Uh, we had the Caribou Thunders logo revealed. Hopefully everybody got a good view of that. I should have had that propped up and ready. Do you, uh, do you want to bring out the neat fact of the, of the teams that didn't come back and who they lost to? Yeah, yeah, for sure, Daryl. Um, so the real cool thing about this, and I'm sure, um, the leader of this team will come up with it later down the road, but the three teams that left the league happened to be the only teams that lost to the average pros. <laughs> uh, we don't know if that's just a mere coincidence or uh, <laughs> we. I was talking to Henry here not too long ago and I was like, maybe the average pros are the real dream crushers. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Um, did we did we announce Daryl? Do we want to announce the teams that aren't coming back since we're already kind of announcing the teams that are replacing? Yeah, that's, them? well, that's fine. I think the three coming back is not a not a big deal. Um, the three coming back were the Sleeping Giants, right? So yep. uh, there would be the Mighty Plucks are also not uh, back for this season, um, and both teams are obviously interested in next season and just sort of take a year off and regroup and see who they can. Or, or how things go for the year. Um, and then the other team that's not back is we have a merger between um, the Bandits and the Mad Hatters. So there's only one team out of Southern Alberta and that'll be playing out of Panorama coming up. So that's uh, that's the merger out of those ones. And there's a couple of teams out there rebranding as well. Um, and we do know, do know the, the two new teams, but we're not, uh, we haven't officially announced those. We're working on the logos and the rebrand there. I'm not sure if we want to say anything on the, those ones just yet. I think we'll, we'll, we'll hold off for big surprises. I yeah, I think we we'll hold off for the logo. Yeah, the the big one that we've already released the logo is uh, out of Williams Lake, BC, and it's the Caribou Thunder. An amazing logo. Great work by uh, Stephen at BPG again, and uh, their uh, jerseys are pretty sweet. I love the integration of the like the lightning bolt into yeah, the antlers. Into the, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome pretty amazing and they're excited right they're they're a team that's ready to come in and show what they have relatively unknowns i mean out here on the west we would know a couple of the players but a full they can play, ro- man. yeah but that full roster i mean we know that they can play um you know and so it's it's exciting to see right opportunity for people who don't get to travel everywhere to come and play yeah, and and they're super excited to play. I mean, I know Kevin is like a big supporter of Five Pin Universe and loves it. He's super excited. Um, um, he he can play. Uh, Tyler Tyler McLean is a hell of a player. Um, Lisa McAlpine also like 
great player. We just don't get to see her much. Um, they have some younger people on that team too that I, I got to see play last November and tons of talent. So um, it'll be cool to see. That's what the nice thing about this league is too, is just, you know, getting to see other players that we don't normally get to see and ex- expose the world to them. And I think they're going to do great. Yeah, for sure. I think within the next week is the goal to announce the other two teams um, and to have their logos and have that sorted out and get you know authorization. So it's uh, good news and exciting because obviously with that, we got to start planning the schedule for next year. Um, so I know that Carrie is going to be on everybody here to make sure that you get their scheduling availability so that we can start to plan around and make a, make a schedule because that's a bit of a nightmare. So Tim, get ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Me and Carol work it out. Yeah. 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 It's, um, gonna be, it's gonna be good. We got some couple of people still missing some stuff from Alberta here. So once that's in, we can get the, the majority of that back. Yeah, for sure. Um, we might as well segue into our actual reason for this podcast. It's special announcement, special guest. Okay, we'll leave it in the chat here for like 60 seconds. Can anybody guess who the special guest is? Like has this has this news leaked outside of our small group? It's really Kyle funny Wong. because Kyle Wong, Kyle Wong. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's watching, but it's it's really funny because um, the the team you're just talking about, Kevin McAlpine, was message like messaged me about this sort of um, a minute ago, so or a couple minutes ago. So it's kind of oh. neat how everything kind of works full circle. He has no idea what's going on, but he was asking about said thing so it's neat perfect hey right. where do you where do you <laughs> that kind of a question Dex? <laughs> yeah 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 it's exactly what it was yeah, yeah. who does where do you what? get who yeah. does who does what and i'm yeah. like this <laughs> yeah. 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 all right well without further ado we'll bring in our special guest and they can announce what what the option is it's kind of alluded to in the title a little bit a bowling company is staying within the bowling family and got a little bit younger, but we have on. Jeff Young, and he's not paying attention. I love it. Oh, there it is. I've <laughs> 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 got a big announcement to make today. Let me tell you, it's going to be exciting. Are you guys ready for this? So did you is buy Neb's Fun World? That's what we were asking. No, no, is. yeah. Um, I, I scraped all the money together and um, probably afford a ball return. That's pretty much it. Did, However, did you buy Team Tim? So it's funny you mention that. So actually my big announcement is that I found a way to be both Team Dexter and Team Tim. It's not the identical world. twin shit, is it? No. <laughs> good. Well, was pretty good though, wasn't it? It was something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be part team Tim, and uh, you know I'm excited to be on board and looking forward to Tim ruining it, and uh, you know maybe by the end of the night. And no, 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 we're good. we're good. We're I, I'm we'll trying to try again. real hard. And we'll that's the end of the podcast, guys. Uh, welcome to the big <laughs> announcement. Uh, See ya. Good to be back. Send me your well wishes, and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> but. In all seriousness, we actually, um, I guess we do have a, a pretty big announcement, we feel anyway. Um, myself, uh, my wife, Jan, and Mitch Pape, or Pappy, as we call them, we bought Softroll. 
and we have a handshake deal. Um, we're still getting through the whole lawyer mess, but we are in there. We are, um, you know, getting our hands dirty, learning the process from Steve to carry over his legacy and make sure that uh, his baby gets looked after, um, gets out to the bowlers, maybe in a way that uh, was not possible before. Um, you know, to be honest with you, he did a one-man show, and to sit and watch and see and understand what he did um, to create this brand is, is unreal that one person did it. And uh, we're looking forward to having multiple people looking at it and, um, you know, really taking care of bowlers at all levels. Um, we do have one other possible member of our team. Uh, we're still working out the details on that as well, but... Um, we're here, you know, this is the thing that we're doing and, uh, and we're excited about it. And we hope that the bowling community is also excited about it. And we're looking forward to, uh, you know, kind Some of, um, the bowling community. Yeah. The important ones, not Lyle. Um, you know, uh, we're just looking forward to, you know, catering to, to bowlers at all levels and, and, and hopefully we can make this, this brand grow and, and learn how to make the product, you know, even better than it already is. Um, I just want to personally say, like, you kind of sent us a message a little while back letting us know of your kind of your intent and uh, how you were going to announce and stuff. I was overly excited that um, mm -hmm. somebody as dedicated to the sport and involved in the sport as much as you getting into literally a core root company that uh, provides a, a specific type of ball specifically for our sport is insane. And, and let's be honest, like, um, I'm pretty sure that I'll be probably the, the forefront face of, of everything we do. But, I mean, our whole team is like that. You know, we're all dedicated to the sport, um, all proprietors or ex-proprietors and, and, and very passionate to the game. And we've got a, a ton of great ideas. Unfortunately, a lot of them I can't kind of disclose now. But um, we do have some some hopefully cutting edge ideas that we are very confident that can get done. Um, and we have some pretty good ideas that we know can get done. And um, as we sit right now, we are uh, kind of just ramping up for September. Uh, we we're trying to get um, production to where it needs to be. So we're ready for a smooth transition, um, you know, 100%, which we're looking at probably in the beginning of September. Um, that's our goal. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. It, we're, we're all really excited. We're, like I said, we're very passionate. Um, the ideas come through on a daily basis of, oh, Hey, we can do this, or why don't we try this? Or here's a good idea. And if I'm being honest, like, I'm pretty sure that that is, um, a dedication and thought process that this sport hasn't seen when it comes to equipment in a while. So, you know, it's going to breathe some some fresh air into our sport, hopefully. And, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, like I said, working with bowlers because we understand too, that, um, there are a lot of aspects of any brand that uh, are preferred and some that aren't. And we're interested in learning, you know, what we can do to offer bowlers that don't throw soft roll, um, and, uh, and see what we can do to, to create a, a product that's, will cater to the, to the bowlers that don't choose to use it. And, uh, and that's what makes it really exciting. 
So obviously the main question that you're going to get from probably yourself and maybe a Mr. Weber is what product are you going to come up with to replace the star lines in your bag? So uh, without divulging too much, um, we, <laughs> you know, we are trying to figure out a way to make a harder compound ball. I mean, as simple as that. I mean, I can tell you that much. Um, there are limitations that we are trying to learn. Um, there are directions that we uh, could potentially go. Uh, we're very fortunate that, that Steve Phipps is, you know, staying on board to help us in whatever capacity um, he can and uh, is offered to, to help, um, you know, give us his, his knowledge and experience and contacts to pursue stuff that he just never had time to do, to be honest with you, because he was running a one-man show. And, uh, and, and like I said, like being in that shop every day, looking at, you know, how the process goes and what he's doing, it, it's unbelievable the dedication and time that this guy has um, to, to service our sport. And, and let's be honest, like, it's, for the most part, everyone knows softball, but they don't know that individual all that well. And to understand, you know, what he's done for the sport, everyone that uh, has, has thrown or does throw softball, you know, he, he's been a big part of, of what they do. And he's, he's also has always been very passionate and very proud of the product that he's put out. So, you know, we're just looking to kind of carry that legacy along. We're younger, fresher minds, and we are putting uh, kind of an onus on, on maybe a little bit more branding as well. You're going to see merchandise come out. Uh, we've already started working on that sort of thing. And, and that is one area that, you know, hasn't, hasn't uh, been produced yet. And, you know, we're already moving forward with that, that sort of, um, you know, market. So do you guys make the balls themselves like here locally? Here's the important thing that, you know, a lot of people don't understand. And, and when I talked to Steve about it, um, he really said that he would, would love to strike home that every ball that is made by Stockholm is handmade. And, you know, it's not just, you know, thrown into production and away you go. Like the process wow. is, is like, is someone working on it and making sure everything is, is done to the, the top of, the top of, of quality as possible. And, um, and, and I think that that, speaks volume of the product previously and like I said you know we're not we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here we're we're, we're going to be producing the same stuff that he's always produced we're just you know going to try and find some new twists and, and some new exciting aspects that he just wasn't able to get around to for sure Jeff so um, my question is how is the logistics going to be on your end when you're in a different part of the country now right and that yeah. your, your company is going to be here I'm not gonna lie. This 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 deal would have been a lot easier about a year and a half ago, um, yeah. because currently uh, Mitch and I we we work in the same office, and the office is literally like you could walk there probably in five minutes from the office to the shop. Um, we do have an employee. We're looking at trying to get a second employee because we do feel like demand is gonna have an uptick for this year, um, and. You know, my goal is more um, along the lines of like the bookkeeping, ordering of stuff. Um, Mitch will be in charge of physically going in and, um, you know, making sure our employee has or employees have everything they need to, you know, carry on production. Um, and, uh, 
you know, I'm just going to make sure that if, when they go into work every day, they've got something that is, um, you know, set up for them or, or laid out that they know that, hey, we need to get this done by this day so that we can have a quick turnaround for everything that comes in. And, and we've got Jen that's going to work in the, the merchandising area of things. Uh, she's very excited. She's got lots of ideas, especially for the ladies. So if you felt as a, as a lady you're being underserved uh, in the sport in general, um, you know, reach out to her because she's, she's very excited about, um, you know, having, having something set up for, for ladies specifically that, you know, they might, they might not have had before. So if mm-hmm. you want to hit her up, Jen at softroll.ca, send her an email, talk to her about it. You know, she's going to love to hear from you. I told her hopefully that her email, email will be flooded by the morning, but we'll see. She says she's not going to get any email, so don't, don't we, 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 we can flood it. It just might not be what you're looking for, right? But uh... yeah, well, be, be, be careful. Knowing Jen, be careful of the war you might start because you're not going to win. No, no, I'm team. I'm, we, we already have an agreement. You're team Tim. I'm not going to blow that just yet. It's certainly a cool opportunity. You look at the 10 pin side, and 10 pin has Storm, right? Uh, and some yeah. of the ball manufacturers and the equipment manufacturers are a lot more into the branding and the development. So perhaps that's obviously an area where soft roll becomes that, right? You don't you don't see yeah, that as much necessarily in the five pin side of things. You know, I think a little bit of Dexter shoes, but Dexter shoes is still more on the ten pin side. There's there's really Dude, no yeah. equipment that are doing. I never thought of like a sponsorship with Dexter, and they just said nope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this makes total if you sense. Can't get why it. You? If you can't get it, there's no hope for any of us. No, like, <laughs> that's the truth, like, you know. not, not because of my abilities, but my name alone. Like, come on, alone, yeah, what, for sure. What if I legally change my name to Softroll? Will I get a sponsorship from Softroll? <laughs> it's not going to hurt your chances, that's for sure. <laughs> like, maybe like maybe Bupa, like some of the bigger, you know, there's really, you know, BPG equipment manufacturer, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's it's definitely an opportunity there. Good for you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking along like the lines of 10 pin, you know, both Mitch and I are, are we, we talk a lot of 10 pin stuff. Um, he's very well versed in products that they put out and how they go about doing that so that that is also an asset another area we really want to focus on is duck pin and um you know we know that uh you know down in the states there's not that many people throwing you know our product and we want to discuss with them and find out what can we do to you know offer a product that you will be throwing or you want to throw and i think that's important too because that's a lot of market that that is um you know that we can that we can go to but it's also another market i think that is being underserved and you know we would be doing both sports uh in injustice if we didn't you know make the effort uh to you know help make a product that they could be proud of throwing and, and they want to throw well it makes total sense right because they use the same size and weights like mm-hmm. your your product makes a perfect compromise to between the two sports and is it, is it fair to say, it, it seems to me that a lot of the duck pinners throw a lot of really old balls. Like, it's like it's like yeah. they haven't really liked any of the new stuff, and you see them all using, you know, balls from the 70s. You see a lot of Manhattans. You see a lot of Comanches. You see the ABC balls. You see those sort of things. You don't see a lot of the new stuff being used. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you. For the past, you know, 10 months or so, I've got three sets of balls in my bag. And, the, I mean, the young... The, the newest ones I have would be like 80s 
I would say maybe, I don't even know if they're 80, they might be older than that, comments. I've got two sets of ABC comments, and I've got a 15-year-old pair of, of, uh, of Pro-Lines. Yeah, I got a set of Comanches, Manhattans, and Cyclones. Like, now, like, I will say, I will say that uh, you know, like um, those are all available for sale because I'm, you know, I can't endorse a brand and not throw it. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'm excited about, you know, um, getting on the soft roll train myself and, and starting to throw that. So you'll see Club Tour. I will be throwing soft rolls, and you know, that's going to be a thing now. Um, mm -hmm. We we do understand too, like. Um, well, you know, we've got a ton of ideas in our minds and kind of written down on paper. We have an idea of how to apply all these ideas, but we are learning to walk before we run. And, you know, the stuff that we want to put out, if we want to put out like a harder compound ball, you're not going to see it this year. I guarantee you're not going to see it this year. Just strictly based on the fact that we want to make sure that the product is good quality, which means that we're going to have to do a lot of R&D. And that's going to take some time. That's going to take a lot of reps. And, um, you know, we would be kind of uh, jumping the gun if we said, hey, you know what, by September, we're going to have a whole bunch of new products out. And, you know, we're going to throw this and we're going to throw that. We, mm -hmm. we want to get there. It's in the pipeline. It's just a matter of, of making sure that, you know, it's ready to go. And, you know, you'll see probably for, you know, the first first bit, first year anyway, there'll be a couple products that are going to come out. Um we had discussed a little bit about something coming out very shortly. Um, it is actually the 25th anniversary of Softball, believe it or not. Um, and uh, we we have talked about uh, you know doing um, a little something in commemoration of that. Uh, but aside from that, maybe some different color combos. But you know, right now, you know the wheels the wheels are working just fine. We're not gonna you're not gonna reinvent them. So um, look for ideas down the road. And that being said, too, you know, if you want to, if anyone that's that's watching or, or, or you know, hears about this wants to talk about bowling balls and what, what they would like to see, you know, just the same as I'm plugging Jen's email, send me an email and uh, and fire me off an email at, at jeffy at softworld.ca and um, we'll have that conversation and, you know, let me know what kind of product and I can at least explore it. I can't guarantee that, you know, if you're looking for something that's incredibly like an incredibly hard ball that is not going to be possible to make. I'm, I'm not going to promise you, you know, the world, but you know, I will look into it. I guarantee you that and see what, what options we have, whether it's testing stuff out or actually talking to our suppliers and saying, you know, cause they understand the tolerances of, of, the, of the materials that we're using. They yeah. know what can and can't be done. So um, those conversations to be had, you know, I'd rather, you know, have conversations with the bowlers and see what they want. And you know, then attack it from a supplier standpoint, see mm -hmm. what is actually possible. Um, sorry, I just want to interject here real quick. Sorry, Tim. Um, no, it's okay. No worries. I think it's fair enough to say that me, Tim, and Dex back in the day, we dabbled in this market yes. a little bit. Um, yeah. We came out with a test product and quickly found out that it was going to take a lot more effort and a lot more time and funds than we had at the point in time and life got busy and we fell out of it but i wish you the best in everything you're doing jeff i know you've tested some stuff in the past as well um yeah i think it's a really good we, fit we actually you know we imagine i started a, a side project called atomic which you know 
you might see make a make a comeback. Um, but we we tested a uh, a resin ball, and we had a throwable ball. It was just replicating that and making sure everything was even. And let me tell you, like I only let three or four people throw that ball as a test ball, and it was unreal. It felt so like so grippy and hit the pins with a very strong impact. It was it was unbelievable. Um, but we also had talked to Steve about it recently, and he also tried basically the same idea that we did and ran into the same issues we did. So um, probably there's the, the chance that we can all put our heads together and come up with a solution to the problem. And um, I think Steve has offered a solution potentially um, in a contact to, you know, to see if we can do something on a more uh, synthetic base. But, you know, like I said, that's down the road. Um, we're just right now looking at making sure the soft roll um, brand kind of rolls on, gets a little bit stronger, picks up some steam and, you know, bam, we'll hit them, you know, you know, when we're ready to, you know, put up more product, um, more options for bowlers and, and away we go. Um, so I, I will say that that was sort of what I was leading to Kerry, because I remember this has kind of been his passion for so long. Um, it just kind of makes sense. Right. Um, mm. But that being said, as, as a proprietor, um, when am I getting my posters and my catalogs up? Because I'm tired of waiting. So, is it coming now or was? Far as I know, well, <laughs> so I will say, I will say, like the catalog, the catalog would probably. I don't know if it'd be a little later than usual because I don't yeah. remember it. Although I would assume it did because we actually had that sit down of Steve wanted to make sure that we approved of his pricing. Um, yeah, so from that standpoint, um, Steve is still kind of working through that. I'm sure that that's what's going out because I've seen it. Um, it'll be going out shortly. Mm -hmm. uh, right now we are doing bands. We've been, I think, I would assume we probably did about a thousand bands this week. So, you know, for all those proprietors that are looking at buying bands, um, we're first in line. We're yeah, first in line. We, we have talked a little bit, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we are, uh, we kind of, rocking through that production right now so that we can go back to the bowling balls and uh yeah. and get that back back up and running again um i will say this too that um when we kind of get things up up and rolling um like i said we're hoping for the beginning of september to kind of you know get things where they need to be for us to be happy um we're looking to do maybe like a like a three or four day sale maybe around labor day something like that um so if you're you know thinking about you know what might be coming out or you know don't be afraid to uh you know have a have a look out for that there might be a lot of like odds and ends i don't want to say like it's exactly like um steve used to always do like his uh his uh sales table um setup a uh, bargain the bargain table um yeah it might not quite be like that but um you know we're we're picking through some stuff that we've got that would be you know pretty interesting for you know the bowler out there that uh, you know has been probably tucked away in the shop for a while, and and uh, we just got to make sure that it looks good and and is is ready to go out the door. And so I would say, you know, we'll we'll let everybody know as best we can ahead of time when yeah. it's coming. But you know, I would look for for some sort of you know introduction sale of us um, coming out as well. Yeah, I. I um, Jeff, as much as I'm happy that you guys are getting involved in and in possibly purchasing Softroll and all this good stuff, I want to make sure that Phipps gets their their due. They, like you said, 25 years in the industry producing a bowling ball, and 
I've been in contact with them over the years and requesting certain bowling ball types and stuff like that. And they were the first ones to reach out to me and let me know when a certain ball was available, if they had, like you said, their bargain table, if they had a mismatch go on or something like that. And that's where I got the current set of bowling balls I've been throwing for three years and I haven't thrown another bowling ball since. So um, they, they're fantastic. I, it's cool. It's, it's yeah, great. I mean, it's a Canadian like, company, right? So, yeah, like I said, like we're not looking to, to change too much. Um, we feel like um, in terms of a pipe and bowling and, and, and equipment, that is five pin bowling. You know, he is five pin bowling. Whether he gets the recognition that he deserves, and I really don't think he does, um, yeah. but he should. And um, for the 25 years of, of hard work that he's done and put a product together that you go to a bowling tournament, you know, let's be honest, soft roll is the majority that you see on the ball racks. And there's a reason for that, right? And and uh, and we're just looking at kind of continuing that legacy and making sure that you know, his, his baby is well looked after for, you know, for another 25 years plus. And, and that's, and I think that's important in our minds. And, and, you know, that was a conversation that Steve and I had right from the start is like, Hey, like, I just want to make sure that your baby gets looked after, um, you know, put it in hands of some passionate bowlers and, and we'll make sure that it gets looked after the way it should. And, and we'll just keep this thing rolling and, you know, something that he can be proud of you know 25 years down the road yeah it's just so nice to have i mean yeah you're right phipps has done such a great job for such a long time but it's so nice to have you involved who's you know at least on the competitive side of the game like ultimately a household name for a lot of the high-end competitive bowlers um so many of the centers know who you are it's just going to be so so much easier so much more accessible for the promotion side of the game, which is something that's like, I, I think that's what I'm most excited about is the promotional side of the game that this could ultimately bring out that we've been missing in the game for such a long time and having somebody that's passionate about the game and as passionate about falls as you are. Um, um, it's, it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> Why are you giving that look Ty? <laughs> Why did you pause before you said balls Dexter? Well, it felt right. It felt right. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, um, in terms of proprietors or individual bowlers that are, you know, looking to to get uh, our, you know, our product, um, I'm going to make myself as available and as visible as possible. Um, you know, I'm going to be much more of a presence in social media. Um, I have promised Carrie on multiple occasions that I'm bringing my blog back, and that will happen. I'm working on working on something now and uh and you know just i think that the more exposure that we have um as a brand will only strengthen and 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 also make our potential com customers more comfortable and confident in the product that they're buying and uh we definitely want to make sure that you know um proprietors or individual bowlers you know are are having easy avenues to order our product um a couple of things that may you know have you thought about maybe bringing back bring back the og soft rolls holy cow you could sell um, a ton of those so, real quick <laughs> i did find one in the shop so i'm not touching it um until steve gets me to okay um but yeah it, like that's a conversation that steve and i will have to have and see 
one that went into the producing that because i mean everybody asks for the og first gen yeah um that would be something really cool that we could do provided um the supplier can 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 give us that you know because let's be honest in in the span of 20 25 years regulations have changed drastically and that's the and that's the thing you're seeing with all the rubbers these days because a lot of the uh chemicals are or ingredients that went into making these rubbers are not legal to put into products anymore in Canada, and and yeah. the product has has changed over time. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's gotten worse; it's changed. Um, yeah, it benefits some people better than others. The, the you know the 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 wear life on on a rubber wouldn't be the same, but maybe you know you get a season out of them of really good production, but you're not getting three four years out of it. You know, some centers. Yeah. You know, would be like but a five-year plan, right? Not a thing the, anymore. Really, all the bands are now, though. All the bands are basically yeah. one year. For sure. That's it. And and seeing and seeing the um, the production and, and like I said, we, we we pumped out so many bands this past week. Like I'm gonna be glad when when everything gets switched back over for for bowling balls again. I'm sick of seeing rubber bands, but um, you know, we have talked about. You know, having a more than one option for rubber. We've talked about doing the current uh, the current current brand that we have now, and then we've talked about having something that that might have a different lifespan, but maybe a higher performance. You know, we as just as also another thing that we're going to have to test for a while. It's not something that you're going to see, you know, in the near future. But just understand that that's something that we are thinking about. You know, we're trying to totally. we're trying to to make sure all avenues are explored for all products that we've offered and some that we haven't offered yet. Um, are you guys still making house balls? Yes. Yes. We actually, so we just did an order for um, U.S. bowling for a hundred balls for their uh, like mini and stuff. But yeah, we are, we are doing house balls. We, we actually have, um, when we, when we turn everything back on from whole balls that we have, um, just trying to think offhand. I think about a hundred balls we have to produce um, right away for orders that are just that have just come in. So, so yeah, we definitely do house balls. Um, and that's the thing too. Like there are centers that ask for specific colors. That's the thing we do. Yeah, right? that, that's so, what I was gonna say. Like, can we custom order house balls yep. to our center? Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Hmm. That's fantastic. I, I, and I know, like, I know we're first on the list for bands, but. The the thing the thing is it's crazy because you can't get bands anywhere right now. So yeah. providers okay. out there, this this guy over here is making them. Uh, let's go see Jeffy. This is an yeah, opportunity. We have an order. Right I think we had an order went out this week for over two hundred for somebody, and I mean, like I said, we had an entire skit of of, uh, of rubber specifically for for rubbers, and uh, that skit is empty now, like full production. We have boxes and boxes of, of rubbers. Now, mind you, that being said, we do have lots of boxes of rubbers. You know, we could easily be pushed out of inventory from a few places, you know, ordering all at one time. But we, we're not afraid to, you know, to tackle that when, when the time comes. So, yeah. um, you know, that's something if you're considering it, you're looking for them. We've got some. Um, we'll see what the production looks like because um, once we set back up, to, to produce balls again, like we're gonna have to go full tilt for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, we could get a couple big orders and just literally smash us for inventory. 
uh, for bowling balls and you know we'll have to order another skid for rubber and um, and then set the set the equipment back up for for rubber specifically and that's not a huge huge job but we can't do both at the same time so we just really have to plan for say like the next batch to go but with having a few people on it you know things get a little easier to be done and and they can get done a little bit quicker so it, it is possible but I mean it wouldn't be from my standpoint it would be a bad idea that you know I, I'd have a, some pressure to put more rubbers um, yeah, as our as our employee just I'm trying so hard not to laugh. talking about the rubbers R- rubbers and balls like it's this is the perfect yeah. podcast for us let's be real so, yeah, so, so anyway so yes so I'm not I'm supposed to stop talking about about, about rubbers now because okay. someone doesn't want to make any more rubbers that's fair I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep that. my my but, straight face there but Jesus. There is there's a huge shortage right now. So th- this is this is a prime opportunity for you to guys to have people convert from the Geniacs to the Everstrikes sort of thing. So it, it's yeah. it's a great opportunity right now, even if you hate making them. Yeah, and and I will say too, like if if you do you currently use our bands or you're interested or have used them and don't use them anymore, send me an email and say hey like. This is why I don't like them. I'm not afraid to hear some criticism about our product um, because I only think that it's going to make us stronger when we understand where we might fall behind. Um, personally, you know, um, the bowling center that I bowl out of has exclusively used fixed rubbers and the scoring has been unreal. So I do know that the product, you know, produces and um, and I, I do stand behind, you know, what Steve's done before us and, uh, and but I mean, the conversation is always good to have. How can we improve it? And and we're we're not afraid to have that conversation. Can I custom order a set? I I don't throw soft rolls, but I'll custom order a set and start trying to throw them. So that's the thing. Like he's always had a um, an option to customize your own balls. You know, um, but it's on, it's uh, so. On I, I, I could be wrong on this, but th- there was a time where you could pick your size and weight and then obviously color scheme. Is it still possible to pick your size and weight? Because so they, they had... the way it's set up now is um, because the rubber is all um, one specific density for the most part, right. um, you know, all five inch balls should pretty much weigh the same. You know, all four are 15, 16, four, seven, eight, four, three quarters. They'll all weigh the same. Um, but, I mean, that's something that we're going to look into as well to see, like, hey, is there something that we can do that won't, you know, diminish the quality of the product but change? You know, there's some people out there that for some reason want five-inch, three, three pounds, six ounces, you know? And, what uh, can I know, sell we, those for, do you think? Yeah, Honestly, I don't know, but I just, I just know that that, I mean, also being a hard thrower and understanding there's a lot of people that, like, really like, really like bowling balls that throw that type of ball we understand that that's a you know that is a demand that you know, maybe wasn't understood before you know so yeah. um we're gonna look at that like i said that's that's something that i think that's something that would be easier to be done i don't i'm just saying off the top of my head but it would probably be easier to be done um kind of you know once we get some steam up and going a lot easier than say making a different material type ball because we know that's going to be tested um but um you know if it's been done before which obviously it has um you know that conversation just needs to be had of how do we do it again 
I prefer I really if you didn't because my bowling balls become like that much more yeah. valuable. So you already got it off the discount rack, didn't you? Oh, they weren't cheap. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Good. Pay the man. Uh, yeah. But well, three, I, I, I three six is like the way I want to go for sure. I love throwing three six now, but I definitely don't want to go to four three quarters. So we'll talk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Conversations will be had. Remember, GPS software will SDA. Send me an yep. email. Yep. Or, I mean, you can just send me a message. It's fine. I mean, people can send me messages too on Facebook. Like I said, like, I'm going to try and be as visible as possible um, and as available as possible. Um, just understand that I do work another job. I'm not planning of leave, leaving that job. So um, you might not hear me hear from me right away because I do have other responsibilities on top of what I'm doing. Um, and we do have people that are going to take it up full time. But understand that, you know, that is a priority for me to answer. You know, it's not going to be five minutes, but. I mean, it'll be, you know, hopefully always by the end of the day um, that you'll hear back and get some sort of, um, you know, response. If it's something that is pressing or there's an issue, you can understand that it'll get delegated to somebody who can look at it right away for sure. Do you Tyler, have... Oh, go ahead. It's like, do you, what have you got to say? I don't know. I just stopped throwing soft rolls, so like, <laughs> this is your chance to impress me. In all me, fairness, so. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff just started throwing soft rolls. So. Yeah. <laughs> I will start. <laughs> My question is: Does your other employer know that you're going to be leaving them, or was that just breaking another breaking news as part of this podcast that you? No, didn't... I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the other employer. That's the thing. Oh. I'm not leaving them. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, and that's the thing to be said too. Like I'm still moving. Uh, Jen and I are still moving. Um, that hasn't changed. So you know, anyone in Newfoundland is just like, oh yeah, they're not coming out here. We're coming. We're still coming. We still have the ferry book. We're there. You know, ferries book September 12th, um, which you know adds a bit of stress for us making sure that this gets up and running properly. But we also understand that we have a very capable person in Mitch that's going to be behind um, making sure that you know everything is buttoned up the way it needs to be. And to, to say that he understands the game and the equipment as well as I do is an understatement. He definitely understands everything about, um, you know, all the, the avenues that, you know, we need to go. Um, he's very well educated. Like I said, he's a proprietor as well. And, um, and, and he also really cares about the quality of the product and, 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 and how it gets made. So, you know, we, we're all going to have a very good working relationship where, you know, um, we can each have a set of eyes on something where Steve has always had just the one set of eyes. You know, he's had to do the ordering. He's had to do um, the, the ordering of the, the supplies, creation, you know, the finishing of the bowling balls, doing the house ball repairs, doing all the book work, you know, um, answering all the emails, shipping everything out, engraving. He's been a one-man show for the most part. And uh, to know that we have multiple sets of eyes looking at things, um, we'll only make it more efficient once we, you know, learn all his tricks. Because let's be honest, 25 years, this guy's learned a lot of stuff. He's very smart and very good at what he does. And uh, you know, to think that we're just going to jump in there and do, you know, you know, as quick of a job or you know, as efficient as he is off the bat is crazy talk. That's not going to happen. But um, um, we'll get there. It's crazy to think. I mean, I don't don't know his whole thing, but I assume this is not a full time gig for for 
for Steve either, right? He has other endeavors well, and stuff like that, right? And so for him to do this on by himself, like you got to give him props, right? So, oh um, for sure, you go yeah. in there right now and there's it feels like there's a thousand balls sitting in there, you know, blanks of you know um, of of balls that you know just need to be you know finished, and he's just like, oh yeah, it takes this long to do this set of balls, and you know we'll pop these out of the like he knows everything like the back of his hand. Yeah, like milk crates upon milk crates of bowling balls. It's unreal how much you know how much he's done, and even just in the last little while. And to know, like, if he gets like a, an order from from a distributor, to know that you know there could be a hundred or two hundred balls just wiped out just like that, you know, and then start right back to the inventory again. Like that happens, you know. And and I couldn't imagine doing this alone, um, and having that full responsibility, um, just because of. No, like understanding the work that's involved and you can't do that um especially for 25 years without having uh, a passion and um and, and and care about the quality and you know what i mean like if it was if it was a garbage product he wouldn't have lost 25 years and if he didn't care he wouldn't be still making it 25 years even if it was a good product so the combination of a high quality product and him really caring shows you know that's why mm-hmm. this brand has is, is, is been successful for 25 years. And, you know, like, like I said, you look at a tournament and you look at the ball returns, how many soft stuff is off balls you see out there? They're everywhere. You know, that speaks volume right there. It's that's really crazy good. to me that it's been 25 years. Because, like, so that's that's 1998. And in my head, like, I don't remember seeing soft rolls until Stephen came out to Collingwood um, for it, TPC oh, one year. Oh, and three, I, oh, three or four. Or four I yeah, so I guess. I guess that's twenty years now too, but that was that was really the thing that made us even aware of soft rolls was the fact that Stephen came there, set up a booth, was at these things. Um, but I think that's the great thing about having you do this too is that you're already at all these things. Everybody already knows you. You already have all those connections. So that that's just so much easier. That's and that's you, another thing. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another thing that we would like to partake in in the future. Um, whether it be this season or following season is, you know, you would see him, especially like being out of Ontario, Southern Ontario open, you know, provincially every year, he had a table set up where he, you know, was selling product. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I actually bought a set of soft rolls uh, from him one year at the open and we want to do stuff like that again. Uh, we you know like stuff like the open would be important if we can, you know, have something set up at a WCDT event club tour, whatever you know um we also would like to reach out to the dbba wnba and the states for duck pin about setting up tables you know across the country eventually and and you know having product available on site because i mean let's be honest if you got a set right there in front of you that's you know more appealing to you to buy them instead of looking at a picture of them on the internet and then waiting you know for them to be to be shipped out so many of these cash tournaments, somebody gets pissed off and like, I need a new damn bowling ball. <laughs> Michael Cousier yeah. would keep you in, in stock, like keep you in business, a hundred percent. Well, well, what's like, what's the number one rule when you're a competitive bowler? It's never your fault, right? Right. So it's either the bowling center's fault or your equipment, and you know, we can supply you with the proper equipment if it's the equipment's problem, not your problem, right? So if we're there, <laughs> we'll look after you. You know, like. You're right. That is the bowling ball. That's definitely not you. We got a really good solution for you right here. You know? You're going to be a perfect ball rep for sure. 
I'm yeah. trying. I'm, try I'm learning on the job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and a rubber wrap. Yeah. Yes. Both together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jeff, I don't know if these guys have any questions for you, if we have people in the chat with questions for you. Um, but I think it's a huge acquisition. It's a big thing for five pin bowling, if not duck pin bowling as well. Um, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Can't wait to see what you guys come up with and can't wait for our continued interactions out on tour and watch you throw a soft roll finally. Yes. Yes, it's going to happen so, up to it for sure. Kevin McAlpine, to answer your question, the guy who makes soft rolls is this guy. <laughs> that one. That's the guy. That guy, right there. <laughs> um, I haven't made so... one yet. That's fair. You will soon. Yeah, probably by Sunday. I'll be making a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, we'll let people come into the chat and talk if they want to ask them any questions. Do you guys have any questions before we kind of move on to our next topic? Yeah, what's the normal delivery time of, uh, of getting a bowling ball? Obviously, there's a catalog currently on the website for FIPS. I don't know if that's a plan to change uh, websites or urls and any of that stuff but if a guy goes on to a catalog I'm like oh this is where i want to get them goes online and orders them what's the standard delivery time of a ball that's in stock that would be expected a ball that's in stock would not take very long um you know especially if it's um it comes in different stages and and if it's in the finished stage it'll be sitting in a box ready to go um even if it's in a um, pressed stage, you know, we run it on a lathe, put it in the uh, in the finishing equipment, get it finished, ready to go. That process doesn't take long. Um, I did. If, if it's off the bargain table, it's four days. Yes. Yeah, because then it's just coming. You're just putting it in a box and shipping it. But yeah. I, um, I did on Saturday last week. Um, from balls that were blanks that were ready to go um, to do the complete, you know, shaving to size, finishing. Um, I think I did like 60 balls in a day um, that were pretty much ready to be engraved and off to go. Um, so I'm not saying that, you know, if we've got a 60 ball order, you're going to get it next week because that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on, on um, how caught up we are, what, um, what previous orders like i said if a distributor comes in and orders a you know crap ton of balls um and depletes our inventory you know we might be behind the gun but if they haven't come in and ordered a set uh, uh you know a, haven't completed a, a full large order we'll probably have a lot of stuff on site so ready to go provided it's it provided it's something that's more commonly sold you know what i mean like if you're requesting something that's a little um out there or you know a different combo that is not as popular or prevalent, you know, it might take a little longer because we might have to start the process from square one. But, you know, we're definitely going to try and keep that timeline, you know, very realistic. Um, here's the grill session for you, Jeff. So are you guys in the works of creating a shop for your bowling ball inventory, like All-Star Bowling Sales happens to do? They have, you can go onto their website, you can see what they actually physically have in stock and order it right from there. Is that what you guys are potentially going or are you gonna stay with the catalog system? 
So we have kicked the ideas around of what options um, we're looking at Amazon. Uh, we are looking at um, a standalone website just to straight order off of. Um, we're trying to find ways to make um, ordering a ball from us easier. Uh, you know, even like I said, like, you know, just as far as sending a message to me or an email or whatever, we are going to set up a specific sales email like Steve has. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, we're trying to find as many options as possible. Uh, we do understand too, that distributors are going to be very important for us and we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we keep that relationship very strong and, um, and, and, you know, if we have somebody who orders from us and it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a window before we get to it, you know, I'm not afraid to say, you know, Hey, these guys, you know, they just, they just fulfilled an order of 10 sets of these two weeks ago. You know, let me, let me, you know, ask them what they've got available and see if it's an option for you. You know, like I said, like trying to satisfy our customer, you know, is, is going to be, you know, the important thing and, and making sure that they get looked after. And, and if that's where we have to go, then, you know, that's what mm -hmm. we're going to do. So your, your kind of your, your business model at this point in time is you to distributor and then possibly you to directly to consumer. If well, a one-on-one -on -one basis, do all, we're still doing all like, it's still going to be all options. Um, awesome. you know, we are looking to do, you know, individual, like I said, somebody wants to order a set of bowling balls, you know, we're going to, we're going to deal with that individually, uh, making sure they can look up just like Steve did. Um, yep. and, um, and like I said, like if we can make something, you know, more convenient for, for the customer, potential customer to, you know, to, to explore that Avenue, we're going to make sure that it gets looked after as well. Yeah. You beat me to it. Dang it. <laughs> and then how many, like you, you talk about the distributor network. Am I like our bowling centers distributors out to their regular league bowlers, or do you have other distributor networks? What does that look like for you? So yeah, there are the specific uh, like distributor net networks, like, like a Bufa or something like that. Um, we do, um, we do directly with proprietors as well. Um, and like I said, also like what we call retail or individual bowlers. So, um, you know, like I said, every every aspect is the same as Steve's done, and he's he's always had all options. Um, you know, so we're not looking to change that. It's been successful for him, and and uh, we like I said, we want to make sure that the relationships for all entities uh, not only continues but only gets better. And you know, whatever we can do, whether it's just because there's more of us and we're able to tackle more jobs, or or you know, make sure people are are. Um, focused on, you know, one specific order or what needs, what needs to be taken care of. And we're going to do that. Yeah. So Jeffy, now you talk about production from step one of the bowling, like step one of making a bowling ball to the finished product. How long would that normally take? Um, well, I don't want to divulge too many of the secrets of the trade, right? So, um, yeah, you can't give away the ball secrets. Yes, we like to be secret with our balls. Um, so, like, phase one doesn't take too long. It just depends on the design and color combo. Um, we do know, like, the major step is 
is over an hour. Then it's got to sit for like a day. And then final stages might take for, for maybe a set of all, maybe an hour, you know. Um, but then, you know, polishing, engraving, all that stuff. So, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if uh, you know, if I had a gun to my head, I, you know, I could probably in two days have a, have a set of balls, but you know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> not always realistic. You know what I mean? Like the, the biggest stage, um, sometimes needs, uh, m- multiple sets to, to run and to make yeah. it worthwhile to run and, and cost sure. effective anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Here's a question for you, Jeff. Okay, perfect. So here's actually a thing that we um, we have talked about doing. Um, we also would have to we'd have to really kind of talk to C five about it. Um, we had I know like Steve had had offered a like a youth ball where it was quite a bit smaller, quite a bit lighter. The software um, kids. Yeah, so we would likely have the capability of doing something like that again um making something and i just i don't know the specifics because like just understanding the rules for the balls in general for like tournament play um you know like they're i guess not exactly legal um but i do feel like the important issue to be dealt with is that the kids are throwing something that is geared to their size and strength so they don't get discouraged because We've all been there throwing two-handed to one-hand. It can be very frustrating, you know, especially if you're a little guy that's, you know, doesn't quite have the strength. I was a scrawny, tiny kid that, you know, I never converted to one hand until I think my last year Bantams. And, you know, and... I think Ty did that when he was a senior. Yeah, probably, yes, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I will say this. So, um, so like, my brother-in-law's grandkid throws two-handed. And and uh, is is getting he's getting up there in YBC and he's still throwing two handed and there has been a push for him to switch to one handed and Jenna I've been have been very vocal for him to stay two handed and he says well Jason Belmonte the best bowler in the world throws two handed why can't I and he throws an amazing ball two handed like I honestly think he could be throwing this as an adult and I I hope he does because it's actually really fun to watch. But aside from that answer, uh, Matt's question, like, you know, I think the importance is something that's comfortable and not overweight and oversized for the kids. Um, whether you even find like, I mean, back, back when some of us were going up, like house balls weren't necessarily a thing. So, or personalized balls weren't a thing. House balls were the only thing you had. So you always had that, like, you know, baseball size house ball. Every, every bowling center had a couple of them that were like peanuts that you threw. And those are the balls that I kind of geared to switch to to one hand because, I mean, that was easier for me to throw. And if we can offer something like that for the youth, um, then then we're definitely going to look at doing that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could call it maybe like a like a training ball of some sort. You know what I mean? For sure. Mm -hmm. I I can't speak on behalf of Jeff, but I know at our center we have uh, UIBC balls, and some of them are four and three quarters, three six, or three quarters. Four and three quarters three and three eight, um, or four and seven eight three six, depending on what uh, the, 
the type of bowler is, right? So mm -hmm. um, sometimes a smaller ball mixed with a heavier ball sometimes helps with that too. We, um, when we had our center, we actually had a candlefin ball that we would give to the kids. And it's literally the size of a softball. And, um, you know, that was something that we would bring them over to the lane on their own after bowling and uh, just get them to throw and get the motion and understand what it felt like to throw one-handed properly. And then we would, uh, you know, eventually graduate them to to a, uh, a larger and heavier ball. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we uh, probably ran Jeff out of answers here for a little bit, but um, we'll segue to our next topic. Jeff, you're more than welcome to hang on and talk with us, and I'm sure there's going to be more questions coming in for you. Um, love it. Now Ty's actually invested since he nope. is going to be part of this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, we have the Gallagher Cup. I say he's still gloating from his uh, fantasy baseball win from last week. That's true. <laughs> that high lasts a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Gallagher Cup coming up this Friday, six o'clock live streaming on the WCBT uh, Facebook and YouTube pages. Um, we have the teams all drafted out and ready to go. Um, from Team J Brains, Mitch Davies, Matt Harms, Dwayne Gillardi, Justin Langrock, Gary Baird, Dexter Wiseman, Tim Wiseman, Curtis Dunis, Matt Schultz. Mark Johnstone and your cap returning captains, Greg Gigluck and Tracy Smith, the champions, two time reigning champions. And, and they were they were close though. What was close? They, they, they were really close matches. <laughs> both both years. Individually you really, or you guys, like the whole You guys time. really pushed us right to the brink. Didn't Gigliuk have a different coach with him or captain with him the first year? He did, but then that captain decided he was good enough to make a team and had to forfeit his captaincy. Yeah. So what would you do? Would you choose to play, or would you choose to be a coach, captain? What would you do? And you're in my in well, that scenario. Play. Daryl, how do you feel about your win as a captain or your loss as a player? How do you what What do you weigh more? <laughs> I think you still want to play. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah right. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Just I got, just had to throw a jab in there, boys. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's just, yeah. It's just it's just unfortunate you got drafted to the wrong team. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Gig. So, Thanks, Gig so, and Tracy. <laughs> I guess what you also have to look at is we we whoop. Sorry, Jay Brains won really handily against mm -hmm. the other one, and then we Daryl took out of the situation, and we still won handily. So he really had nothing to do with coaching. Right, it, it was right. probably just, it was probably just. Let's gigging. put those teams back let's up. And let's talk, not talk about me. Let's talk about the players. <laughs> in those well, players. I, I think I, I think I think Innovator's the best team. Look at that. You got you got like. Derek Holmes, the best one right now, uh, playing. You have obviously Tyler and Brad and Kerry and Rob. Like, I mean, like. How about you name all the players, Tim? You can you can announce the team. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Derek Hoymy, um, Bradley Tigat, Kerry uh, Kreitz, Rob Wilson, <laughs> Rylan Willier, Tyler Tigat, uh, Greg DeGrazia, Tommy Tom, Kerry um, Schneider, and Trevor Cook. That team has seven of the top 12 ranked players, yeah, whereas the other unreal. team only has four. Yeah. And do you think that's going to make a difference? I do think that's going to make a difference. I think Innovator, <laughs> this might be their year. They got some, that's a solid looking roster there. You're I love right. that. Like, it I know it I, might be. It might uh, be. It's solid. So you said now, Trevor Cook coming in too. 
Schneider's a fun guy to play with. I mean, he's going to have some full on. Oh, shit. That guy's coming? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, so time out. You said heads up against Dexter. That's all we know. Who, who, who are we missing here? We're missing number four. We're, who's number four? Because if Fulton Uzwa. Talk... He's coming in later that night due to uh, flights. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. So yeah, <laughs> Let's I, hope they all I, get I, in in time. Schwartz, Schwartz, and Aaron. Right. So, um, I guess it depends how good Aaron is. Because I know Schwartz would be fine. So, so that that'd be good. <laughs> So, uh, if people don't know about the Gallagher Cup, it's a Ryder Cup style event. Obviously, there's two teams, and this is the schedule of events. So, round one, there's two five-player Bakers events. Um, the rule of thumb is in each round, each player, because there's ten players on each team, get to play in that round. So, you have five players in match one, five players in match two, and then round two, you start all over again and you play all ten players again. So just a different style of matches. Um, this year, we added all 10 individual matches. Um, the players have kind of come to a conclusion over the last two um, previous events that they'd like to see an individual match for everybody. So we have instituted that. So the live stream will probably be a roughly an hour longer than usual. So if you're coming in from start to finish, it'll be, uh, it'll be a long one for you. So is that round four? That is round four, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So you're play, sort of in a way a master's format because there's no sub. Yep. So you have a... Yeah, but it's it's just individual matches. It's not a three points per total, though. Yeah, no, there's no there's team totals some, or nothing. Yeah, but there's still some sort of a, you know, team camaraderie from playing leadoff to playing anchor. Is there Would there not be, I would think? Like... Like, I don't think so. I, but you're right. Like you'll you'll ride the high off the player in front of you probably for sure. But you're you're strictly just focusing on who you're playing against. You're not worried about how the team is. You kind are, but not really. Um, I don't know if our team's already won the game. I'm sabotaging everyone. Yeah. Jay Brain just the... loves to throw. How it's not close. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously the big two. Um, sponsors or i guess there's really three sponsors um team j brains jamie rainsberger obviously from pei he's been a big supporter of the gallagher cup and tour in just in general and team innovator aaron arndt works for them he, he has been a big strong proponent of wcbt sponsorship um and this event as well so um, we're happy to have them as the main sponsors again and of course sherwood bowl being the host for uh, tour championship week we can't do this without you guys um, a huge, huge kudos to you guys. And then obviously Robert Gallagher after it's named after him, like he'll be there. He'll be talking. You'll have to listen to him if you're on the live stream or you have to just mute it. Yeah, for sure. And it's not a memorial thing for Robert. I mean, he is alive still, so it's, yeah, it's, um... it's, it's not the twim. Yeah, no. it's not <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for five seconds from that text from Robert. All right. <laughs> but that is something different though this year. Like you're doing live stream um the full Gallagher Cup course. I don't think you did that previous. Mm -hmm. with... yeah. Oh you did, okay. Well, well, there's there's two. Right. But with yeah, you're involved in both. So. I was. Oh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I right. Saturday's not live stream. Saturday's just film. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. 
yeah, so the Gallagher Cup will have commentary going to full time. Um, hopefully the commentators will be able to walk you through the matches as they're going and all that good stuff. Um, but there'll be guest commentators going in and out because uh, obviously not everybody's playing in every single match. So there'll be lots of free roaming for those people. Right. Um, what else? Uh, Tyler, you might be being called out. I'm not sure what happened here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kathy um, just snipes people all the time. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's obviously Friday evening, um, six o'clock live stream start. So um tune into that. We'll be sharing that with your faces all Friday day for sure. Um, and then we're gonna move on to Saturday. Obviously, it is a post-production event. It is the tour finals, so nobody will know besides the people in attendance and the players themselves who wins it till it comes out in uh late September, early October, leading up to um, Thanksgiving weekend and Autumn Open, the 50th anniversary of the Autumn Open. But we'll walk you through the brackets here. Uh, I'm not too sure if you all can see that, but Mitch Davies was number one overall, so he gets a bye. Derek Holm gets a bye as number two. Matt Harms is number three, and Colton Uzois as number four, so they all get buys into the second round. And then our first matchups are... Bradley Tickcat versus Greg DeGrazia. That's a great match. Robbie Wolfson versus Rylan Willier. Dwayne Gillardi versus Justin Langrock. And Ty versus me for the third time at this stupid event. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I mean, obviously all 12 can play, but uh, mm -hmm. the, Mitch, the Mitch one and the, the, the Tyler and Kerry side, I think are two really tough gauntlets to come through. Yeah, like uh, we always say this, like eat the bye. I think in the very first season, the bye, only one person made it through with the bye. Um, yeah. Right? And then I think the next year it was two and two. The year after that, I think it was one and three. Like so you I never know. I think as we go along and some more of the people are consistently making the tour finals, I think that's where you're going to start seeing the difference. We talked about this a little bit in, the, in one of our group chats too, but I think a big thing is, is like you look at, look at the Colton Uswa, Rylan, Willier, Rob, Rob Wolfson. One, Wilson, right? All, all look, rookies to it. Yeah. All, all rookies, all like, it's a really unique experience and Colton is a hell of a player and i'm really excited he's here i don't know if it's an advantage to have that buy because whoever comes out of that first match is going to be dealing with a lot of nerves and they're both going to be dealing with a lot of nerves and they're both but they're both going to find a way to overcome that and find a way to become comfortable in that environment whereas colton doesn't get that opportunity right away so i really think that that's where that that buy is kind of a catch-22 if you've made it a bunch of times then that buy is a great thing you know, you, you don't, that's the one match you don't have to play. You're already in. Obviously, that's an advantage. But if you're not used to that environment, that's tough. We should do a NCAA bracket system and have an anonymous five-pin universe submit your brackets. Or not anonymous. Like you have to put a name to it, but you, like there's no money involved. Mm -hmm. You just got to submit well, a maybe, bracket. Maybe win a prize. We, we can come yeah, up with a prize. prize. I think you should. And maybe we'll get 100 entries or however many entries, but you got to submit your bracket and only one per person. So yeah. there's maybe something to work on tomorrow, Carrie. <laughs> yep. Got another project. <laughs> That'd be cool though, right? To submit yeah. your bracket and by the end of it to see if you're right. You know, yeah. or how many wrong or how many brackets are still alive. I mean, that's kind of a fun thing to, to how, think about. 
how how in depth do we go with this bracket system? Do we go with props as well? So you got to guess the amount of frames won as well. Like make it really detailed, make the prize really good. It's not going to be. I, mean, a I think at that point, say if you if you have to do frames one, I think it's easier to predict the NCAA bracket than that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Frames one would be tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it just be a, yeah. Submit your bracket. Fill out a Google form, put your name on it. Um, you can share it. Hey, if they want to share their own bracket out there, go for it. I mean, we won't share it, but I think that's kind of a fun thing to get the chatter going. And they won't know, or maybe we'll we'll promote it throughout the week, of course, until the very end into September, October, like you say. Yeah. Maybe there's three people to get it right. One person gets it right. You know. Yeah, for sure. So, um, just for our audience, like I'm, I'm sure people are are acknowledged in the tour finals, but it is a pins game format, uh, copying the TSN format from way back in the day. So it is most frames one wins you the bracket, uh, or wins you the match. If it's a tie, then it's total pinfall. Um, if that route is a tie, I don't remember what the tie break rule was. We'll have to look that up for the commentators. Um, if it's a for tie, Saturday, if it's a tie, is it a total pinfall? Uh, what if that's pinfall, a tie? Also tie. You got to play ninth and tenth. Yeah, I think it was a nine ten roll off, but I'll have to double check that. Oh, I said, oh, I said that's a tie. Then you do it again. And you do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're gonna repeat the Newfoundland Open singles title. So like, yeah, we'll yeah, just... fair. <laughs> they they both should have went. You should have let both let them go. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, sure. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Next time on Debate Week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? To... If you guys are coming down to watch Tour Finals, it starts at noon. Seating starts at 11. There is just a little $10 fee. Um, we are having a dinner over after, but that is now closed. You can't buy tickets to that anymore. Um, but... If you're coming on by, just let us know. Maybe give us a heads up so we can uh, make sure there's enough room in the stands for you. Um, at this point in time, I know there will be room. Um, we haven't had as much um, attendance as we hoped, like we have had in the past. So um, if you are kicking around average pros, since you guys tend not to vote in the 5PL MVP voting as well, uh, maybe you guys could be a little more involved. <laughs> Subtle, subtle kid. <laughs> Is this because you've heard from Henry like 17 times this week? Yeah, but none of the rest yeah. of his team. Do you, it, so, yeah. Kerry, does, does it suck like when you have to hear from him and you actually have to pick up the phone call now because it's your job? Oh, no, he just walks into the office. He doesn't oh, okay. actually phone. <laughs> does, he, does he work? Because, I mean, he helped us Shh. on Monday. You Don't know, get him tired. Don't get him tired. We need huh? him. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we dare throw out a guess on who's going to win? Obviously, we've got a couple of players that's uh, that's here. Maybe not them throwing out any guesses, but anybody else dare to? Or is that are we are we ruining our brackets? Let's see here. I would say. Anybody in the comments who's going to throw out uh, the people that are watching? Who's going to throw out a guess? I think, yeah, Dwayne's a good one. I, I, I'm i not going to see Tyler Carey because they're on here right now. Um, 
I would have to look at. I think Derek. Derek Holm. Derek plays really well at your. Oh, so you're line. saying neither me and Ty, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He play. He plays. He plays. He plays really well at Sure Park, and he's played really well this season as well. So. Doesn't hey, matter what you guys do. Way to piss them both off. I I do have a prediction. I am so far one for one uh, in uh, backing this person, uh, Novak Djokovic. I'm picking him. He did good for me last week, and uh, and, and I think he's going to do it again. So I got time. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, so, so Kerry gets screwed again. Okay. Well, yeah. really. At least I only I only mess with one of them. You got them both. <laughs> but you're still keeping me happy, Tim, and that's all that matters. I'm still partly <laughs> team Tim. Perfect. That's all that matters. I got my pick. So, you want yeah, to go, go next? Uh, okay. So I really want to say Mitch because, like, obviously Mitch is Mitch, and I think Mitch is, like, super motivated. But, like, if I say Mitch, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to Mitch. So I have to say that Mitch doesn't have a fucking chance. <laughs> He's washed up. He's absolutely washed up. And then, and then, as soon as I say that, it's TikTok. Mitch is gonna win. Yeah. So then I'm back to it's Mitch. It's Mitch. I'm gonna say Mitch. You're in like a paradox right now. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's but it works in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this Tenet right now we're watching? Um, my pick is gonna be <laughs> is gonna be Rob, Rob Wolfson. I think he's yeah. going to come out of that group. I think he's he works so hard at his game. He'll get himself locked in, come in and warm up on on Friday night, right? Um, he's played well. I think he's done a couple of the invitationals. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he's a gamer for sure. So there's there's my pick that that Wolf's going to come and take it down, get through that group, and then he'll have one more to go, and then obviously yeah. find out. Obviously, it's a it's a road. You got to win four matches, right? For for those guys, the other ones got to win three. Yeah, I'm um, confident as with t- that pick. As Ty can probably say he's won it, so uh, obviously it's a little bit of a grind and stuff like that. As somebody, I've made it to the final, and then Ty has beat up on me the last two times. I have a little axe to grind with this little guy, but um, it's it's tough, man. Like nothing, nothing prepares you for under the lights, cameras on, audience watching. It's just a different atmosphere. It's not your it's not all your teammates or your friends or your fellow competitors watching you like at a national event. It's friends, family from everybody that's competing are there watching you play their loved one. It's a little bit different. And it's frames. It's a yeah. quick, like it could be, it could be so quick, right? It could quick, be, but there's eight time. seconds. Yeah. Eight minutes, 11 seconds. It could be eight minutes, 11 Do you know, seconds. I, I, uh, not everybody throws in eight minutes, 11 seconds. Uh, it doesn't. I think. I think the the format's a lot different than people think it is. I mean, yeah. I if you watched last season, I, I lost two matches, but I won two matches, right? And <laughs> it, it's just. Uh, I I just I just think that it, it doesn't matter what you do in your frames unless you're carrying over. It's really it's it's a lot different. Men, it's a different mentality altogether. The right? So, yeah. No. It's the it's one like... thing that actually makes me nervous. The one thing that truly makes me nervous. They're like they're short. Like it's only one game, but those games like they take a long time because you're sitting there and it's like 
you're sitting at four frames to two, you're just waiting for that like one more frame. And then yeah. you like, you carry over and you're like, oh, God damn it. And then you carry over again and you're like, okay, great. Now if I drop this frame, like they're back in it. Yeah. So like, it's a fast turn. It's a fast match, but it's not. Yeah. And, and yeah. some of the guys like, you know, Mitch, com great comment here. Um, like he's the first buy and you guys have been there before the first buy, like you don't play for five yeah. hours right there's or 45 minutes a match something like that so i mean you're if you're the fourth by like you got a long time to play you might be there at 10 o'clock in the morning nine o'clock in the morning you actually don't play until five o'clock in the afternoon whatever yeah. the time and then well, still match eight right yeah we, and then suddenly have. everyone's quiet and all the lights are on you you wait all day and then all of a sudden it's like boom go yeah so i do something I, good yeah <laughs> i will i will say production is supposed to be finished at seven so i'll give so just to want to make sure everybody's on schedule, seven o'clock. <laughs> Looking at you, Daryl. Looking as, at you. As, as we <laughs> know, at Sherwood Bowl, a WCBT event is never on time, so we'll be fine. Well, you said six o'clock, so I booked until seven. So you did <laughs> last year. We'll, we'll, we'll keep her on really schedule. We'll, let's go, boys. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna whip, pootie tang that thing. <laughs> <Just Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that? Forty minutes per match. If you've done the math, what's the time? It's only half an hour, really, a match. It's, it's just the, the, the changeover and the interviews and stuff add up, right? So Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll be doing post and pre, or sorry, pre and post match interviews again. Um, obviously, as Tim has alluded, we will be trying to do them in a timely fashion during matches that are playing, so we don't hold up Tim's, uh, Tim's schedule. Um, but um, we think we do a pretty good production with it, and we hope you guys enjoy it every year. Um, it's getting better every year. So, absolutely. Walkout songs, absolutely. You bet. We got the walkout songs already cut and ready for ready to go. Unfortunately, if you're not there, you're not going to hear them. Sucks. <laughs> More incentive to buy a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Come judge everyone's music taste. Oh, there's some bad ones. <laughs> oh, off topic completely, but we just got my favorite four star review ever for our bowling alley. Is that and the one was... Chris posted? Yeah, yeah. We, well, I, I literally cropped it out, printed it up, and put it up on the on our, on our wall today because all it said was like, I, I really like Sherwood Bowl. It's really great, but. All they they just want to listen to country music, and I I hate it. I cannot stand the country music. And somebody, oh, it goes the other way. Always listens to the country music all damn day. And the guy was like, "Could you play something other than the country music?" But otherwise, everything is great. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is my this is the best review ever." <laughs> Tim might have the worst walkout songs ever. No, no. What's wrong with my walkout songs? I think I think that was the consensus last year that Tim's was kind of the weakest walkout song. <laughs> no, well, my, mine was uh, it was different. This what was my one last year? I don't know. Just because it was, it was different doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. No one's talking to you. Um, it wasn't. Kind wow, of Jeff is on Team Tim, and you just bashed him right yeah. off. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna snip that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was. Um, all you do is blah blah blah. I don't know. That was a different one. It had nothing to do with country. 
Are you sure it wasn't T Swift? I like Taylor Swift. I've seen her four times, and so let's just let's just nip that out of the butt there, okay? Getting really tough to be seen, Tim. Hey, hey, hey! I'm hanging in there, Tim. I'm hanging in there. If if if, if you've never been to Taylor Swift, you have to understand. You've never you've never been alive, right, Tim? Is that what you're saying? You've never been alive. Two, <laughs> there's no beer lines, and three, the men's bathroom is wide open. And there's no lines. Did you get it tickets? Is, Oh, I didn't get tickets now. No, God, no. But uh, one of the one of the girls at our work got tickets to Amsterdam's. So yeah, that that's fantastic. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Who was that? Um, Jessica. Yeah. Oh, really? Let's yeah. See. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think that's good for the podcast. We'll see you guys all on Friday. Um, Jeff. Thank you very much for coming on and giving us the the announcement of you and Jen and Mitch joining Softroll and taking that to the next generation. I can't wait for all the guys, all the stuff you guys are coming out with. Very okay, thanks for having me on, here, guys. Any reason yeah. to get on the podcast, right? So that's really why. Just really got to buy a company to get on, I guess. Really and was the plan. And best number to come on, right? Number sixty-nine, one sixty-nine. Yep. Yep, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, Rock is really excited. Ryan O'Callaghan is excited about that. He's you know pumped up for the one sixty nine. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so, Friday's Gallery Cup, Saturday's Tour Championship. Next Wednesday is Ladies Podcast confirmed, and Club Tour starts Thursday out in Oshawa. Nebs, um, I know Dexter's headed out there. I'm trying to get out there. Jeff's going to be there throwing soft rolls. We're going to see you tons of players out there. there. You better be Tyler there at least Friday Tyler? night. Mm-hmm. Tyler, are you going out? Daryl, are you going out? Oh. Can't say oh, got to work. Carrie's already asked for time off, so i got to stay and work. <laughs> oh, here oh, here we go, eh? Yeah. It's He's not coming out representing BPG? Well, now we're going to have Carrie and Mark that are going to be at all these bowling tournaments, and that's apparently that's called work for them. So they're going to want additional time off. Other than that, so I won't be going to any tournaments anymore because somebody will have to be in the office while the tournaments are actually happening. Yeah, and, and you had your best season ever last year. Yeah. Hey, Carrie, hey, we'll talk to you. He's been working for you for we'll a week, talk. and you guys are having your first domestic. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk business, Carrie, while you're here. Yeah, that's why it's paid, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Take the company, <laughs> take the company credit card, Carrie. Yeah. No, Perfect. unfortunately, not making it to Nebs this year. Mm-hmm. All good. Maybe next year. Soccer coaching. Got some duties. Got some family. Got some uh, busy times around the house. Yeah. And busy times around the office for the next month. Got some big stuff happening. So stick close yeah. to home and get some get some shit done. But obviously, we'll miss it. Obviously, exciting, wicked to see Nebs, and wish everybody out there lots of luck and. uh and all the good stuff. It's going to be a yeah. massive tournament again in England yeah. and everybody playing. It'd be awesome. Their mini golf better be ready. <laughs> what about what, what about the hotel situation? Has that been rectified yet? Uh, everybody, oh, everybody's airbnb it now because they can't trust oh. uh, Mitch to have a... There, oh. there isn't a single good hotel in Oshawa. <laughs> no, there really wasn't. <laughs> I know he said uh, it before, but in his defense, like, pre-COVID, that hotel was not a bad place, so... You know, we live, we learn, I guess. Yeah, sure <laughs> enough. Uh, 
Yeah, it's um, the first hotel I've ever stayed in where the sheets were wet the entire time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's time to go, boys. It was cold and wet. Okay. It was a weird combo. Oh, all right. Balls, rubber, wet blankets. Time to go. Wet all sheets. right. Yeah. All covered. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to have record numbers in NEBS, and uh, I think that's a good spot to leave off. So um, <laughs> if we don't see you guys Friday night for the live stream, or Saturday. Um, enjoy the ladies' podcast next Wednesday, and we'll see everybody at Nebs. All right. Have a good Peace. one. Bye.